We just spent last week talking about how rightly understanding work and applying wisdom to work sets us free from finding our identity in our work. If we're able to do that, we're able to be free from looking at work to find our significance or our identity, then we're able to truly rest. Rest while we're at work and rest from work. And that's what we're going to talk about this week is how do we really enter into true rest? Let me ask you, do you rest? Do you take a break? You might be saying, yeah, I take a day off every week or we go on vacation as a family once a year. But the reality is you may not have stopped and asked yourself, am I really rested? Do I really know how to take a day off? So many of us, when we take a day off, we fill our day with activity. When we go on a vacation, we make sure we see absolutely everything, and then we need a vacation from our vacation. The reason why is we want to turn our times of rest into times of activity because the murmur of our heart is screaming out, it's not enough, you're not enough, you haven't done enough. See, all of us are still working through being defined by what we do instead of what God says about us and what he's done for us. That's why God commands us to regularly rest. And he doesn't just call us to take a day off. He calls us to take a break from all the activity we've been putting our life into to try and define our life or to find identity in. He wants us to take a break from using work to cover up the murmur of our heart that says, I'm in need of somebody to say, I love you, I accept you, I'm for you, I'm not against you. He wants us to rest. Proverbs chapter 19 says, the fear of the Lord, which is, again, the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and whoever has it, rest satisfied. Now, I want to just put those two words together, rest and satisfied, because we're going to have to understand what true rest really is and what true rest really produces. See, biblical rest is a satisfied soul. It's a contentedness. It's a willingness to be in the moment and be satisfied with who God is and what He's done and who we are. See, God defined rest in the creation narrative. For six days He created, and at the end of the last day of creation, He said it's very good. That was God's way of saying, I am satisfied with what I've made. My work is good. And on the seventh day, God rested. Does that mean God went to sleep? No, God doesn't get tired. God doesn't need sleep. God was satisfied in his work. That's what he wants for you. He wants you to be rested in his work. He wants you to be satisfied with who he made you to be. He wants you to be rested in what he's called you to be about. I love that when God creates man and women, he creates them out of the most rested substance you could ever imagine. He creates man out of dirt. So he wants Adam to know your beginning, your origin, was in the most rested substance there is, a substance that can do nothing. That's because God wants us to find our rest in him and not in our own abilities. And then when he creates woman out of man, he puts man to sleep. So at the end of the day, man can't even take credit. Once again, out of rest, God creates. And then what does God do? He gives Adam and Eve work to do in the garden. After the day of rest, he sets them off to work. And that's what he wants for you and me. He wants us to rest in him and his work before we go to work. Because otherwise we go to work in an unrested state, a, a murmuring heart, 
crying out for our work to identify our significance instead of God to tell us we're very good because of what he's done. Now, you know that you're truly rested because not only we have a deep contentedness in God and what he's done, but you'll also be able to celebrate the work you accomplished. See, the beauty of true, genuine rest is that it can look back and reflect on all that's happened and celebrate it. I was recently in Israel and I happened to be there over uh, Sabbath day, Shabbat. So sundown, Friday night, everything shuts down. There's no more work to be done. And they go and pray at the wall and then later they show up at their homes and they celebrate the week of work they just participated in and give God thanks for all the fruitfulness that he brought about through their labor. Man, it was one of the best parties I've ever been a part of because nobody was worried about work. They were completely satisfied in the work they had done and in the God who gave them the ability to do that work. It was good for my soul because I realized that for me, even when I take a day off, I tend to fill it with more work at home. I tend to busy myself because I don't know how to just enjoy the fruit of the work I just did. See, God doesn't just want you to be contented in Him, but He also wants you to rest from your work and celebrate what He did through your life and what He's doing in your life. So we need to cease from normal activity. We need to celebrate the work he's done. But here's the beauty. Rest also is redemptive. Not only is it replenishing. Here in, in Proverbs, we read that when we rest like this and we're satisfied, you'll not be visited with harm, which means rest is so good for you. But it's not just good for you. It's redemptive for you. Listen to what God commanded his people to do in observing the Sabbath in Deuteronomy 5. Verse 12, observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male servant or your female servant or your ox or your donkey or any of your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. And then listen, this is a really important part. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. What is God saying? He's saying, you became a slave to Pharaoh and all the work he called you to do. And I rescued you from that slavery. And I'm calling you to rest in my ability to redeem you from the things that enslave you. One of the reasons why we need to take a regular time to take rest and be silent and celebrate and be replenished is because we need to remember that God wants to set us free from all the things that enslave us, including our work. See, a day of rest is a way of planting a pole in the ground and saying, I will not be enslaved to my work. I will not let that be the thing that trumps what God says about me. I will not let that be the slave master in my life. I'm going to serve God and not let work be my master. He'll be my master so I can master my work for his glory. You and I all need rest from our labors. We all need ultimately Jesus. See, the Sabbath isn't just a day. The Sabbath is a person. Jesus is the ultimate Sabbath rest for you and me. So we can rest from all our labors to try and please God in our own works with our own abilities because we all fall short. But Jesus himself came to do the work on your behalf to enable you to rest in his work. 
And I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but when Jesus went to the cross and died, the sun set and we entered into Sabbath and Jesus went into the grave and death was put to rest and sin was buried with him. And he rose again on what day? You say, well, Sunday. That's why we celebrate resurrection on Sunday. It was the first day of the week. In other words, God is saying a new creation has begun and that new creation begins with the work of Jesus on your behalf so that you and I can rest not just one day, but every single day knowing that the work he accomplished was sufficient for us to rest. I love the words that God the Father spoke over Jesus the Son before he began his public ministry coming out of the waters of baptism. He said, this is my beloved Son with whom I'm well pleased. Jesus didn't do any of his ministry to get the pleasure of the Father. He did his ministry because the Father was already pleased with him. Man, that's what I need in my life. I need to do the work that God's called me to do, not so he will love me, but because I'm rested in the fact that he already does love me because of Jesus. You want real rest? Come to Jesus who is the true Sabbath for you so that you can rest from your labors and find your hope in the one who did better work for you, rested in the grave, put all of your unrest and sin in the grave, rose again as a new creation reality for you and me so that we could enter into his rest, not just one day in the future, but every day.